0: Beaming from Pacific Junction Hotel to Earth. Girth. You think you're shy?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm shy.
0: Why are you shy? I don't
1: know. I'm just a shy person. in ge- Well, I'm not shy. Like, I'm not, like, I can speak to people and things, but I'm not the most, like, out there person.
0: <laughs> Is that why you prefer being a filmmaker? Like, so then you can go behind the scenes and not necessarily in front of the camera?
1: Well, it's funny because when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actor.
0: And then how did you migrate from being an actor to directing? Not that it's a big leap, mind you, but...
1: Well, I directed for the first time in u- in university. Mm-hmm. I was given... Because I was still acting in university and I still wanted to be an actor. And then I saw this posting. I, I went to McGill. Yeah. I saw this posting for like looking for directors for this uh, festival, the McGill, called the McGill Drama Festival. Mm-hmm and they were looking for student writers, student directors, et cetera. So I applied and I got the job. Nice. Directed, yeah, and it was the best thing I've ever done. It was just the funnest thing ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was like, screw acting, <laughs> I'm, I'm directing now. Yeah.
0: Okay, so introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Sam Unin. This is my summer layer at Girth Radio. So introduce yourself and exactly what it is that you do. I know we just kind of jumped into it.
1: Exactly what it is that I do. I am... My name is Sharon Lee, and I'm a filmmaker. I'm a director here in Toronto. And I guess that's exactly what I do. I'm a a director.
0: It's interesting because you say you're a director, but you also... I know this is a little bit armchair psychology, but you also are a writer... Like, you kind right. of come up with a lot of stuff too, right? Like, because, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, yes, I, I do write. Um, actually, I started writing because I needed material to direct. I never really considered myself a writer. And and then I was like, well, I need a script to, to direct. So I, I did that. And then the more I write, the more I enjoy it and the more I find it challenging, which is part of the reason why I enjoy it. But, yeah, I guess after I started writing, I realized that there were stories that I wanted to tell. So, yeah.
0: Because you and I met on the uh, Someone Not There Mm -hmm. web series. That's right. So, for anyone who hasn't seen it or doesn't know what we're talking about, explain it. Give us the elevator pitch. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Someone Not There is a romantic uh, drama series made for the web. It's got five episodes, and it's about... um, this girl Elle who is in love with her best friend and basically she um, they sleep together after well not to spoil it too much but that's kind of you know what happens right at the beginning and she kind of tries to navigate that relationship with him.
0: All right. Yeah. The reason one of the reasons why we're talking is because you have a short in uh, this year's TIFF festival yeah. which is very exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, Benjamin and I noticed that also when i watching Benjamin and also someone not there You, you really excel at those little awkward conversations. (laughs) Yeah. Those awkward moments.
1: Yeah. Is that like is that (laughs) something that interests you,
0: or is that like a specialty? Uh, Or like
1: awkward moments.
0: Maybe even awkward's not the right like heavy. I think heavy is probably because Benjamin especially was it's a, it's a really, it's a short film, but it packs a big emotional punch.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what I'm most interested in um, about, you know, the world in general is people and how we relate to each other and how we behave with each other. And I think uh, I'm just really fascinated by relationships and how people, you know, are able to have a relationship with each other because we're all so different. And, but I think at the end of the day, we're really similar and we want the same things and just just this whole I think, you know, the most, um, I guess, important or difficult situations pack the most emotion. And that's what kind of movies are made of. And, you know, the, these like big conflicts that we're all trying to better understand.
0: Are you kind of alluding to the fact that we, is it that we suck at loving other people? <laughs> or, I'm simplifying, but is that kind of what you're getting at? Or is that we suck no. at being loved?
1: No, oh. I don't think we suck at all. I think that <laughs> it's just hard. It's just not not simple. I mean, I think it's not th- that's the thing. I don't want to I don't want to advocate the fact that it's it's hard to love because it shouldn't be. It should be really easy. And I think that's I think that's that's, that's what I'm so um interested in is this like dichotomy of like the fact that love is so complicated but it's so simple you know like you can get advice from your friend and it's like there's this black and white it's like it's like a heck yes or a heck no like there's nothing in between but that's not the truth I mean the truth is it's complicated and when you're in it it's harder to see that black and white and, and maybe maybe the solution really is that black and white but it's hard to to follow those rules in a way not that they're rules but um it is a lot
0: of work too though to love properly it's a lot of like mindfulness which sometimes people just don't have or they're busy or they're tired
1: sammy we're gonna be here for hours (laughs) (laughs) okay wait (laughs) (laughs) well are we getting too deep already or like well no i mean like it depends on what you want to talk about right Mm -hmm. because love there's so many different versions of love i mean benjamin is a story about family and parenthood and friendship and like kind of like a modern family model as well and I mean someone out there is about you know best friends who fall in love and who aren't but who aren't in love you know it's complicated it's complicated um but and and you know they say that love should be easy if it's right it should be easy you should know you should know it should shouldn't be hard you know you should both want to be in it (laughs) and that's ideal and that's healthy and it's great it's awesome um, and that happens all the time and I think it's great I think it's great when that happens um, but uh, I think a lot of us also go through these really hard emotional gray zones and it's important to talk about it because sometimes you feel crazy and you don't have to feel crazy because I think a lot of people do feel the same mm-hmm and then maybe if other people feel the same you don't feel so crazy <laughs>
0: And is that kind of is that part of the <laughs>
1: or maybe that's just what I tell myself?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's then that word. Does it work though that way?
1: I think so. I feel like I'm a pretty. I think I'm a pretty maybe private person myself, and but every time I do open up, or I love hearing other people's stories. I love being there for other people, and you know, I always recognize myself in other people's stories, and I, I figured out from a really young age that if I felt certain ways there must be somebody else out there that felt the same. Um and if you feel a certain way, there must be someone out there that also feels the same. We're it's never like as long as I don't think that you ever have a unique opinion about something. There's there must be somebody else out there that feels that way as well.
0: You know, I'll give it to you. I think you I think you're onto something. I think I think, but that's the challenge of because when certain things happen or certain moments, or, um, you feel alone, right? And you don't. You it's hard to grasp that perspective that there's somebody else out there who's also a loser or can't find love or can't whatever it is. the
1: world is so big. Seven billion people. I guess that's what's also so fascinating to me about um, just people in general. But I guess, I guess for me as a person, as a filmmaker, I mean, those two things are kind of totally inherent to each other and totally intertwined. Um, And what I'm so interested in and intrigued in is like how people think basically. And like, and I think I'm just, like, so open-minded to the fact that there's anything is possible. Anything is possible. There's nothing stranger than fiction, you know? Uh, I mean, than non-fiction. <laughs> nothing stranger than non-fiction. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah life is stranger than fiction basically that's the expression
0: <laughs> and you'd get it eventually yeah
1: i was like wait i'll
0: let, let you just figure it out i saw you working it see see because you're talking just thinking there so i let you english is not my uh, first language there you go <laughs>
1: yeah there you go yeah so
0: after the experience of someone not there what were some of the skills or what was kind of the like your did your talent kind of develop and flourish from that experience and did you come away oh with something goodness.
1: Yeah, of course. I think that everything you o- work on always, hopefully, um, helps you grow and learn. And, and I mean, also, I don't know if you know this, but I just uh, went through the director's lab at the Canadian Film Centre.
0: Yeah, the CFC?
1: Yeah. And Benjamin was actually produced as part of the CFC, um, the, the short dramatic program that comes after the director's lab that I did. Um, so, yeah, I did so much over the last year, actually, between someone out there and um, Benjamin. I actually have been, like, shooting a ton of stuff. But, unfortunately, some of that stuff is behind closed doors because they're just exercises from, from school, um, basically. Oh, well, I'm not supposed to call it school. Oh. I mean, it is. It's is, It's a training program. It's semi-professional. Uh, actually. Axoli- a career accelerator professional development program there you it's go been, now you're picking it up it's been it's been great it's been great honestly i've i cannot be more grateful for that experience um and yeah i did i did learn a, a lot at the center and i got to practice
0: you kind of briefly mentioned benjamin just again just kind of go through the synopsis because mm-hmm. it's a uh, it is a unique storyline and it, it you intersect in these people's lives at a very difficult
1: Mm-hmm. emotional
0: turbulent time so just yeah. kind of
1: yeah so I guess Benjamin is a short film um, it's about 16 minutes and uh, it's about four friends that come together two gay couples a lesbian couple and a gay couple um, and they come together to have kids together so um, the deal I guess the arrangement is that they would each have a kid at the end of this you know they you know, help each other have, have families basically Unfortunately, one of the women uh, has a stillbirth experience, goes through a stillbirth, and they lose one of the babies. So now they're kind of faced with this dilemma of what to do with the remaining child. Um, yeah, so the women come and ask the men if if they can keep their baby. So yeah, that it's pretty heavy. Um, but I think... Yeah, it's very real and it probably would happen that way in real life. Yeah. Well, and especially
0: because it's, it's dealing with gay couples, right? And so those are some of the choices that they have in terms of the like the surrogates or adopting mm-hmm. or like if they want to take that next step. You know what I mean? As yeah. gay marriage kind of becomes more and more accepted and more popular and legal and all that kind of um, as it becomes more established, then it's yeah, it's the next step where they want to have children. But
1: yeah, yeah, I think for for me, I n- I was never really intending to tell a gay story. You yeah, know? it was just the setting was so unique, and it, n- it never could have we never could have told the story in any other way because it just wouldn't have been possible. Um, but I think that um, mm. the story is really about being a parent and what it means to fight for your family and i think the situation just kind of gave us an opportunity to explore those themes at a higher higher level almost not. sorry i don't want to say higher level it's not it's just it's just it it was we were able to dramatize the story a little bit more Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense.
0: I, and I agree with you. I don't think it necessarily is a quote-unquote gay film or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's why we started off at the top talking about love, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, they were all trying to do... All the characters are really trying to do something positive but out of love. Yeah. It just... They were just stuck in this horrible situation.
1: Yeah. Right? I'm so glad you said that, Sammy. Oh. That's yeah. so nice to hear. Okay. Yeah. So I got it. Yeah, totally. Okay. And that was, I, I really cared about that because when we first came up with the concept of the film there were so many things so many ways this film could have gone yeah and you know we we really like my team i had to have i'm so happy with the team that i have um the team i had on benjamin um they were just so uh, smart and talented and just really cared about the project and and the story and the characters and um, anyways, we had a ton. We spent a ton of time trying to f- work out the story, and um, yeah, for me, it was really important that it wasn't about like killing each other, you know. Because I think when it comes to your blood, you can get nasty and yeah. you can get really harsh and mean, and like because a family's a gang, yeah, and and you can totally just tear each other apart, you know. But I didn't want that. I really wanted, you know, to, you know, give a score to humanity, you know, I wanted humanity to win in this (laughs) case. I didn't want this to be like, oh, my goodness, people can like, yeah, sure. People can have their ugly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the ugly side. But I didn't want to showcase that part of us, you know, because I think we're capable of doing really brave things.
0: And yeah. Benjamin, as we said, will be at TIFF. You don't know the date yet or the I screenings. Do, well, actually, do I
1: don't know if it's been announced yet.
0: Okay, can you say anything or lie?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on when this airs. <laughs> um, I, it's it's well, it's I, I'm not sure that it's confirmed yet. That's the thing. I think that's the only reason. I mean, there's no. I don't think there's any other. reason. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, like we're 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 having we have two public screenings, Mm -hmm. um, and one press screening.
0: Okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to uh, eventually follow this all up uh, with uh, verses, right? That's the you had a trailer a couple of months ago that you released, yeah. Um, and that looked a lot more. There was a lot more light in it, like actual Mm -hmm. light. Yeah,
1: actual (laughs) light. actually. Fun fact.
0: Fun fact. It was
1: not a bright day at all it was raining it was november it was cloudy it was the worst day to be shooting that but i told my dp ian mcmillan who's amazing um i was like so i want this to have a sun-kissed feel you know full of flares and really romantic (laughs) and he just looked at me and nodded and he's like okay Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see what i can do and he totally pulled it off and yeah. He, yeah he he's amazing
0: a dp that can work magic is phenomenal he can
1: definitely work magic you keep a dp yeah.
0: like that around
1: oh yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping that ian and i will get to work together for a long time
0: how is your process directing i mean um i kind of came late into the project project with someone not there so i didn't really get to see you kind of do your thing right so process
1: directing yeah you mean on set
0: mm-hmm. yeah Um, do you give a lot of feedback or not a lot of feedback do you kind of let the actors kind of do stuff you mean working
1: with actors
0: anything any part of the directing I mean there's so much you juggle so much right like
1: yeah I think well I mean I think when you 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 call action it's all about the performances you know and hopefully you've done enough prep with your crew and your, your DP and your production designer so that everything's in place by the time you are shooting and Um, And then, yeah, it's like totally all about performance, especially with the types of stories that I like to tell. They're so, you know, performance driven and and it's just got to feel real. If it's if the performance isn't there, then it all kind of just feels fake, unauthentic or cheesy or like melodramatic, you know what I mean? Like it's just. there's such a fine line and I know I'm treading that line Um, yeah yeah. so yeah I love honestly being a director um, working with actors is my favorite thing to do Um, and it again goes back to my fascination of communication between two people and for me to be able to communicate something that's in my head to an actor to be able to emulate that I just think it's a bit of a miracle. <laughs> um, and it's so cool when it happens. And it's even cooler when they do it and they bring even more to it. And and they always do. And I'm so grateful for my actors. They're they're amazing.
0: And how is versus coming along then? Is that are you are you currently shooting that or are you going no, to be shooting that No. So or?
1: actually the the thing that I released a few months ago, that was a teaser. Yeah. So it was almost it's almost like a proof of concept for the show. But yeah, I'm currently writing the script. I have a draft, um, and yeah, I'm I'm currently looking for producer. And uh, hopefully, I'll be meeting some people during TIFF. And um, and this will be a feature film, right? Not a uh,
0: web series or anything like that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it will be a feature film. It will be my first feature film. Okay. Yeah. You're
0: excited? I can tell you why. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so
1: excited. Um, Yeah. I've just been had a really, really good year. Of meeting these amazing people and uh, making really great connections with a lot of talent in both in front and and, and behind the camera, and yeah, I'm I'm super excited.
0: And what wi- and this year for TIFF, I guess you're also looking to kind of do some networking
1: mm-hmm. and hanging
0: out. Are you gonna go to some of the parties too?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm so I'm just really excited to be there. Completely, a hundred percent. You know, from the 10th to the 20th, just be there for the festival full time, you know, watch movies all day, as many movies as I want. Yeah, I know I'm going to be inspired um, by my peers and, you know, all these amazing filmmakers from around the world. And of course, there's a ton of parties and lots and, you know, um, and events. And yeah, I'm just excited to be there and experience it all.
0: Benjamin, of course, will be playing uh, somewhere in... And Tiff, I think, is the 10th to the 24th or 22nd? 20th, yeah. 20th. 10th to 20th. All yeah. right. So we'll have to look out for that. Yeah. I want to ask, just go back, w- slightly full circle, back to love for a moment and what we were talking about at the top. Okay. You're generally... It seemed like the way you were describing it is you were generally kind of positive. Mm-hmm. A lot more open and a lot more hopeful and... Yep. <laughs> So the question then is, how do you maintain that hope then? Because sometimes love is crappy or love, maybe love's not crappy is not the best way to put it. But how do you maintain a hope when things are not going well? There's, that's what I was trying to say better.
1: You know, that's really interesting. I think, I think it's really important for all of us to take responsibility of our own happiness and our own hearts and it's kind of crazy but i think yes there's like bad things that can happen in life and uh it's not your fault but i think you also have to be mindful about what you put what you accept into your life and when to walk away from it like in someone not there you know Um, And I'm not talking about like even crazy circumstances of abuse or because those things are are really serious. But, you know, heartache can can feel like the end of the world as well. Um,
0: You can still be in a relationship and still feel lonely.
1: Exactly. And I think it's like being really honest with yourself and being reflective and attentive to your feelings and to what people around you are bringing to your life. And I think, I think, I think that's how I kind of remain healthy emotionally. Um, I mean, I I have my good days and my bad days, of course. Um, but I really try to you know, be honest with myself and be honest with my friends and listen to their advice because, you know, they want the best for me um, and just be really self-aware and not perpetuate bad feelings, you know, because I think it is really easy to get jaded and to get bitter and I don't want to be a bad person. Like, yeah. That's not a fun person.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> and it, that, that person is hard to love, too,
1: Yeah, because you have
0: to just keep digging through that wall
1: yeah and i want to save my love for somebody who's gonna really want it and i want to be able to love somebody wholeheartedly you know and i don't want to be this like really jaded person that's
0: like care bear (laughs) sweet yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know is it i mean yeah maybe it is
0: it's rare i maybe this this might be um I don't know what kind of statement it is. But it's rare to hear people talk like that.
1: Really? I think I so. I feel like, isn't that what we all want?
0: I think it's what we all want, but it's not what we say then. Maybe that's the gap then. Why do
1: you think people s- don't say it?
0: Because they've they, they they've been hurt. So they, they've they been hurt or they haven't been loved properly. I think sometimes, like it's the same thing, like um, if, you, if, I, if I meet a really nice girl or whatever, she might have a peanut allergy, so I can't give her some of the chocolates. Or she might be allergic to flowers, so I can't give her the flower. You know what I mean? Okay. And then it's like, then it becomes harder to... Li- if I don't, f- if I can't fall back on the cliches, then I don't know how to love properly sometimes. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm, not really. All right, how do I put this? <laughs> All
1: right, come on, Sammy. <laughs> We're going to get into this now, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: You want to get into this, right? I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's sometimes... Um, it's like it's having like it's like having a small child around, right? A child can't really sometimes explain to you why their tummy hurts or their ear hurts, whatever they just kinda cry, right? And they're really upset and you have to mm-hmm. kinda of figure out, Do you need to be changed, do you need to be fed? You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And so but the kid is trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. In the best way that they know how, but it's just a very feeble communication, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we fall in that trap where we want, like you just said, you want to give all your love, you want to be loved properly, yeah. But the way that you communicate that, or the way that the person interprets that, mm-hmm. it they miss they. It's just like it's almost like ESL. It's like a broken English or broken language, mm-hmm. and so you don't end up getting loved properly, and then that then you.
1: That's why I'm so fascinated with it Mm. because I think that like we all grow, we all have separate lives. Like (laughs) all of us do. Yeah. (laughs) Even if you're a twin, you have a separate life. Like you grow up some way, like I'm going to go walk outside and experience something different than you're going to experience while you're in here. Mm -hmm. You know, and we've like in all the years that we've lived, we have experienced so many things that inform who we are and it informs our language or vo- vocabulary you know like english is my third language you know like if i say oh i i i, I don't know like anything like if like happy happy or like um any word w- can mean something slightly different to me than to you yeah and i think that's so so interesting Um, And that's why I'm so... (laughs) I think it's so cool when two people can actually understand each other or they think they can understand each other. Yeah, they make up their own language in a way. But I think that you're right. Like, yes. Like, I think a lot of the conflict that is between a relationship has a lot to do with communication and not being able to understand each other properly. And, like, you expect the other person to really know what you're saying, but they don't. And it's hard to be always so self-aware, but I think that... I guess that's what I kind of try to work on and it's just to be super open-minded about and reflective about like what what did I say? Like how could they have perceived that? Like it sounds like so much work maybe but it, I I guess I guess some at some point it kind of just becomes part of how you are. How you love. Yeah. Or just how you this how you you know approach people in in general, you know
0: do you use all this stuff, all these experiences, all your languages, all this stuff do you funnel it back into your filmmaking and your writing, or
1: you know i must I must because it's part of who i am i It's what I'm interested in, so I must come through. I don't know how much of it is i mean every project I worked on is different um but yeah, like I think. I think what makes me unique as a filmmaker is what makes me unique as a person, you know?
0: That's a uh, cool line. Yeah? Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool, I'll, I'll have to write that yeah, down. Yeah, write that one down. So when Future you do, reference. Uh, yeah,
0: when you do additional <laughs> interviews during TIFF and stuff like that, oh my you, gosh. you'll have like a good sound bite.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I'm excited for that. That's going to be fun.
0: I know a lot of people haven't seen the, uh, Benjamin just yet, but the people that have are is like, you gave me some good praise. Like I seem to have gotten it, but are they kind of getting behind it and they kind of digging it and having fun with it?
1: Oh yeah. I, I've, I've been so just overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but just so, so happy with the feedback so far. Cause at the, at the CFC, we actually did a showcase um, cause they produced four films uh, this year, mm-hmm. part of their short dramatic film program. So there's a showcase back in June and we had an audience, um, and it was actually held at the TIFF Box as well. And it was a private industry screening, but um, we were able to have an audience in the theater. And the feedback has been amazing, and people have been so supportive. And I'm just glad that people feel something after the movie and can relate and are moved and... And that movie makes them think about things maybe that they haven't thought about. Yeah.
0: All right, we'll have to see how it does at TIFF and what we'll kind of.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, this is really exciting. The way to go, getting into TIFF Thank though. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. Give me so five, uh, high five. Yeah. Yeah.
1: First time so at TIFF.
0: First time at TIFF. Hopefully not the last. Right. Hopefully. You're gonna keep.
1: Fingers you're crossed. Gonna, you're
0: gonna keep rolling.
1: Uh, yes.
0: I guess. Would you eventually? Are you gonna apply to the Montreal Film Festival as well, or can you um. submit it, or is it? Have go a, back home a little bit.
1: I have a, I have a team actually that's working with me to figure out a strategy um, and yeah, we're hoping to be kind of everywhere so Okay.
0: So we'll yeah. see you all over the place.
1: Hopefully. And then after that you are
0: Yeah. And after that you going to be working on verses, right? Yes, uh,
1: I am already working. I have been working on the script for like over a year now, so Okay. Yeah. This is very exciting times. Super exciting.
0: All right. And you're all like happy and open love <laughs> and like <laughs> This is really infectious. I can't
1: complain. I can't complain. Life is good. Life is good. We
0: got to end it there then, right? There's nowhere else to go. Cheers.
1: Thank (laughs) you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me.